Welcome to Experience Points. I'm Brandon. And I'm Lance. And today we're trying out a different style for the podcast. Instead of an interview, we're going to jump right into a conversation. Today's topic is a character, a man of mystery, some would say. A man that wears the best suits, drives the fastest cars, and gets the girl every time. A man that is synonymous with style and has a license to kill. A man that goes by no other name than Sterling Archer of Isis. How was that for an intro? I was expecting James Bond. Yeah, you know, nobody expects the Sterling Archer of Isis. That's true. Honestly, I forgot Archer's first name. <laughs> In well, case anyone's curious what kind of prep work goes into this, I didn't realize Archer's first name was Sterling. So, <laughs> You know, that just sets us up for a great conversation about uh, one of the greatest animated TV shows on right now. Oh, we're talking about Futurama? Uh, yeah, yeah, something like that. Nice. Um, if Futurama was set in a spy agency um, and had nothing to do with space. Hey, now, uh, Archer has space, so. That's true. So I guess we should probably set up what Archer is for those of the, the viewers or listeners or whatever you have in an audio podcast. Um, you know, sort of set up what Archer is and who Archer is. So, um, basically, Archer is a show about a spy agency uh, for most of the show's lifespan. That's what it is. And it follows Sterling Archer, uh, a really just alcoholic spy that kills everybody that he meets, basically. Yeah, I mean, I think that's a... I was interested to hear what your description of it was going to be. Um yeah, I think the whole intent was just more of, you know, the the classic movies of, you know, James Bond and those types of movies and just going over the top with them and showing how crazy those can actually be. Uh, but yeah, it's a, it's a very it's a very interesting and entertaining show for sure. Do you have any character that really jumps out as you as being like your your favorite character on the show? I mean, I like all of them um I, there's not there's not a character that i dislike on the show which is always good um i like that archer is voiced by um do you know the voice actor's name he does bob's burgers as well oh of course i do mr h john benjamin of course you would know it but <laughs> it's it's interesting because it's such a unique voice but he's he has such a good range i know this is kind of a little bit off topic since it's not really about the character but he has such a good range about like, I didn't even realize he was, you know, Bob from Bob's Burgers as well. And then I saw, I don't know, probably a Reddit post or something. And I was like blown away. Like, wow, that guy has crazy range to be able to do both characters. But now that after I hear him, it's like, OK, yeah, this this makes sense. If you want to see even more of his range and versatility, you should really watch. Um, what's that show? Uh, you should really watch Wet Hot American Summer. Oh, because... yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember seeing him in that. That's right. Yeah, he's the only. I think he's the only person that can bring a can of soup to life with such, <laughs> you know, such life, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so anyway, to go back to your question though, my favorite character, I don't know. I, I, I'm honestly probably a, a coin toss between either Pam or Carol slash Cheryl, however you want to call it, Carol slash Cheryl. Slash um, Charlene slash true. et cetera. Yeah. Mini slashes, mini slashes. I, uh, but Pam, I really enjoy, I really enjoyed her early on and I just grew, grew to like her more and more because Pam is um, kind of like the wild card 
you know, I mean, they're all kind of wild cards, right? Um, that's kind of the point of the show. But I think Pam especially is like she'll come in with with even more um, crazy antics than than um, Archer or Lana or really anyone else. Um, and she's always like super entertaining. That I don't know, she's just willing to do anything. Um, and it's 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 a really uh, interesting thing. And for Cheryl or Carol, it's just honestly the funniest thing for me is her uh bdsm aspect of just like anytime <laughs> she gets hit she's like oh yeah harder and it's just i don't know it's hilarious like uh whenever uh krieger builds the robot to choke her and yeah. <laughs> she says stop start slacking off i didn't say slacking <laughs> <laughs> yeah she's yeah it's it's i mean that's what i'm saying like it and that's why it's so hard to find it because i mean krieger i think would be up there as well for me he's also super entertaining i mean there's like i said there's very few that i wouldn't like honestly probably at the bottom of my list would be lana but that's only because she takes the much needed role of the straight character so which even that is sort of a pun she's she's not always straight let me just put it that true. way true um, but no i i agree and i think what's really interesting about the writing on the show is that it did start off sort of flat. Like you've got this asshole archer, right? Mm -hmm. And you've got all of these other characters that are kind of normal around him. And then over the course of the first and second season, we start to see these other sides of the characters. And we could almost say, uh, just based on what we see in the show early on, that Archer kind of makes Carol slash Cheryl uh, <laughs> into what she is <laughs> yeah uh, and granted they do some backstory to where like stuff was going on before she met archer it just right. seems like archer may have may have pushed her a little bit <laughs> let me guess for your favorite character before you say it um i'm gonna say uh it, this one i feel like is in is an either or as well but i'm leaning towards cyril okay why <laughs> Am I right first? <laughs> no, obviously my my favorite character. I'll give you one more shot. How about that? Well, my other one, my thought was Archer. I was torn between Cyril and Archer. I wasn't sure which one you'd like more. Obviously, I identify more with our uh, with uh with Cyril. Um, <laughs> I feel like everyone probably identifies more with Cyril. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he is the least spy, uh, you know, super cool person of the group. So exactly. But at the same time, you've got Sterling Archer. I mean, mm -hmm. who doesn't love what, like everything that Sterling does. <laughs> I mean, I don't disagree. Sterling's a great character. It's just, I guess it makes sense. I, very rarely do I like the main character more than um, I'll, I'll usually find a, a supporting character that I like more. Um, but I mean, I, I feel like that's that's not always the case too. So it just depends. And Sterling, I mean, is a great character to like, so it makes sense. Yeah. And I mean, okay, I have to talk about one of my favorites, like really favorite episodes in the entire series. Mm -hmm. um, the It's the episode where uh, some bad guy is about to go and blow up this pipeline out in the middle of the Everglades. Uh-huh. I remember this. The, the whole scene is just outrageous. You know, the episode starts off with Archer on this plane, like this, you know, non-private, like commercial plane, waving a gun around and screaming <laughs> that he's a secret agent. <laughs> yep. Yep. On par. Then he steals a boat <laughs> 
uh, while screaming that he's a secret agent. The boat breaks because of his incompetence. He has to pull the boat through alligator-infested waters, <laughs> where he then reveals that his three biggest fears are alligators, crocodiles, and aneurysms. <laughs> The delivery on it was really good. I mean, that's a it's a very entertaining scene just because of how he, you know, uh, the delivery is always good. But yeah, that's I think what makes that scene really good too is him describing his uh, three biggest fears. And it's it's an episode long build up for you to get mm-hmm. to that. And I just think the timing was great. The voice actors knew exactly what they were doing. And honestly, even like the animators really just set the scenes up perfectly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and uh, I, I mean, a good, that's, I mean, that's really how it feels with all of Archer too, right? I mean, I feel like there's, there's definitely some shows where, you know, you can def, you can, they're a lot slower paced, and so you don't have to pay as much attention. Um, but I think Archer, they, they do a really good job about, uh, you know, having fast dialogue um, and making it fast and entertaining so that you're not, there's no, there's really no boring parts, you know, it's all pretty much action the whole time, even during the conversation because of how quickly the dialogue is. And I will say for the dialogue, especially they have these scenes where they make references to things that like you really have to know the topic they're talking about <laughs> in order to understand what they just said. Yeah. And I, I don't have any great examples right now, but he'll just throw out like a random name of a random scientist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's the expert on whatever they're talking about and you can google it later and really get another joke after that yeah yeah i mean there, it, there's no lack of effort from the writer's part that's for sure i mean they really uh they really commit to their jokes that's for sure so do you have a favorite episode of archer i don't know if i have a favorite episode i don't want to spoil too much of the show as far as I'll say this much about the show. So the show, like uh, Brandon said originally, it, it starts off as just a, you know, spy show that's just over the top and super humorous. And then it, they kind of um, decide to to have a little bit more creative freedom on what they want to do. So they start having these different types of seasons where, um, I'll just give one example. Like one is it's Archer in space because I already said that they had space, um, and they have different themes like that. Um, and it's it's I would I don't know if I have a favorite episode, but I, I would say that those that grouping of seasons where they are doing a lot of different going to a lot of different places and having a lot of different scenes, I found that more entertaining personally than the initial episodes. And it's interesting because I find that usually there's a big conflict between the two groups of people. Like I find a lot of people prefer, you know, the having it as a spy show versus having it um, having it in these different scenes. But I, I don't know. I like going into the show, knowing the characters already, but now they have, you know, a different uh, shtick or a different thing that they're doing. And it, it, it's kind of fun. You know, I will say, I think you may be one of the few people that prefer those seasons, like the <laughs> sort of you know, juxtaposition of yeah. the show. Uh, because so Again, without really spoiling things, as the show goes on, uh, there was, all right, backing up just a little bit, uh, the the spy agency that they work for is named ISIS. Mm-hmm. And right at the height of the show, 
the terrorist organization named ISIS became a big thing. So they stopped being spies because they couldn't run ISIS anymore. You know, just in a meta way, they, they were like, we have to separate ourselves from the idea of terrorism. <laughs> yeah. so, so they start doing other things. And then finally they're like, screw it. We're going to make other types of the show. Um, and that's where these other like settings come in and where the space thing comes in. Um, and I think that's really the funniest part to me. It's like real world stuff happened and it changed the direction of the show. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I think for the better, honestly, like now that we're sort of beyond that going into this current season, um, we've had a lot of weird character development and like for the better, I think. Uh, it's really exciting to see the characters sort of come into their own these many seasons after that that event happens. Yeah, is this I can't is this season eleven, season twelve? Uh, season eleven. Yeah, eleven. Yeah. So, and I think that's a, probably a big reason why I enjoy the creative freedom that they exhibited with those seasons because. I hate shows that go on forever. I just cannot stand them. If it goes on longer than five seasons and it feels like it's just dragging on, then it it's just, there's nothing that bores me more than that. Even if it's a show that I like. Um, there are a few exceptions to that. Game of Thrones, I thoroughly enjoyed um, until, you know, the eventual downfall, but it kept my interest most of the time. But there's a lot of shows where I'll just stop watching halfway through. And Archer, I, I never stopped watching. I mean, I haven't seen the uh, latest episode or episodes if there's multiple out on the latest season. But um, I do plan on watching them, and I am still interested because they have kept it so interesting. It's I, I know that it's not going to just be the, the same stuff every time. So it, it, it makes it a lot more interesting, in my opinion. Yeah, I would agree 100%. And I think that... Honestly, what's funny about what you just said, uh, you said after it goes on for about five seasons, I'm pretty sure that's when they started doing uh, Archer Vice was <laughs> around that time. So it's like perfect timing for you. Um, yeah, yeah. And yeah, I, I will say just for the whole plot of the show, like a lot of animated TV shows don't have like an actual plot that, you know, develops right. over seasons. Um, Archer does in a way um a lot of the story is you know seasonal so you've got you know different arcs that happen throughout a season but uh there were permanent consequences to some of the seasons and it was really interesting to see how those characters sort of developed after that like for instance finding out that pam is like a world-class fighter and then <laughs> also a drift car racer <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, those are the the character developments that I really like to see. Like, oh, by the way, this character has this cool ability that we've never seen before. Um, and how does that affect going forward as well? Yeah, and Archer's not afraid to assign that to their characters. You know, the writers are definitely, you know, they're they're willing to see how far they can take their characters. That's for sure. Yeah. So, uh, Lance, I want to go ahead and do sort of a different thing um now that we've talked about like sort of the core of the show and what the characters are and sort of riffed on some of that 
I uh, want to read through some of Sterling Archer's wiki page. Um, this is okay. definitely not an original thing at all. Uh, a channel on YouTube called Fact Fiend does this about once a week, and they do it way more in depth than we do. But <laughs> I want to read some of uh, Archer's aliases that he's used, and I want you to just let me know which one's your favorite, okay? So this could take a while. I feel like there's there's quite a few. You know yeah. what? I will uh, I'll go ahead and drop this over in our uh, our show chat here, um, so you know what we're working with. So that's the list. And so now I'm going to read off some of these. So obviously, I'm going to skip over the ones that are just his name. So uh, Duchess, which is his ISIS code name. Uh, also Chet Manley. Rando, Randy, Randy Magnum, Randy Randerson, Randy Randleman, Lando Calrissiano, Pirate King, Bob Belcher, Lickbag, Dickbag, Butler the Butler, yeah, that's Butler the Butler, uh, Tennessee Tuxedo, Mancy Drew, Freaky Big Time. I mean, there are some good ones in there, but I think you just kind of have to go with a good old original dick bag, you know, it's, and it's it's not the most creative, but I think it encompasses Archer's personality well. You know, I would agree with that. I think personally, I'm such a fan of Randy Randleman. I like oh, the alliteration really? there. Yeah, I thought you were going to go with old Chet. I, you kind of seemed like a Chet guy. I mean, Chet Manley, he's... He's really a stud, okay? I gotta say, but no, no. Randy Randleman, I think, is is my top. Um, I mean, I can start calling you Randy if you want. I mean, you can call me whatever you want. Mm. Wait, no, don't. Can we cut that? No. All right, so now that we're done with Archer, (laughs) uh, Lance, what have you been checking out recently? I, for the, uh, all the fans out there that have been listening to us religiously, how many episodes you got now? Four? Three? This is, this is the third episode. Oh, baby. Uh, I have finished the league, uh, and I started it, I don't know, uh, probably two, three weeks ago now. I can't remember how long it's been. Probably three weeks ago. And, um, it, it, it's, it's not great. I'll tell you that. So <laughs> my last review was it was okay. Um, and that was probably at about season three, season four. And, you know, it was just a, another standard sitcom, I feel like. But it, as I started watching more and more, it went on to season seven. So there's already a bias here. So I just want that to be known that I, like I said, I do get tired of shows. Some shows I'll still finish out because in this case, two more seasons of 13 episode seasons with only 20 minute episodes that's not that's not crazy that's not like it's not doable there's some shows where it's you know 20 plus episodes and they're all 42 minutes or what is it 44 minutes long and those were those are where they start getting uh undoable or unbearable um but the reason why i didn't end up liking it was it just felt like every episode they tried to make like this new joke that they all riffed on like you know one of their characters hair um or the the way that they would say like um i don't know uh, one of the characters would be really oblivious and would be talking about 
um, a vagina and they would, you know, but say it like around, beat around the bush, basically. And that would be like one of the things they would say. Think of like, um, uh, oh, what's his name from Arrested Development? Tobias. Think of a Tobias from Arrested <laughs> Development. That's kind of his character, but not as funny. And the, the good thing with Arrested Development is they subtly did that. And it wasn't like in your face. And this is just like constantly hammering in your face over and over. And it's like, dude, I get the joke. Calm down. Um, so that's why ultimately I didn't like it. Um, I feel like it was designed more for, I, I don't know. I would consider it like that your classic football fans. I don't want to, you know, be judgmental or, or put people in a certain group, but a lot of their discussions were also about how like one of their, one of the main characters hated his wife and would like always make jokes about that and stuff. And a lot of times I was just like, this is like, come on, yeah. dude. That's, and it just, that's a little cringy, right? Like you're like, yeah. I don't, I don't really want to listen to this right now. I came yeah. here for some comedy and this is not really. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And it, yeah, it's just, it, it's a, I would say it's a okay show to watch in the background that you're not really paying too much attention of. If you just like to hear some football talk occasionally, but overall, I wouldn't say it's very good. When, you know, I will also say if they're doing football talk, like, are they talking about the current season? Because that seems like it would date the show so quickly. Well, yes and no. So the premise is that it's a fantasy football league with only eight players, which if you haven't played fantasy, basically having eight players in a league is a very small league. So really the players that they're talking about are the stars in football, you know, the really good um people the really good players because there's not a lot of different teams so there's not a lot of people to take them so they are they do talk about who's who's big and who's good during those seasons this went on between 2009 to 2015 i believe um but those are if you watch football those are always going to be known players but at the same time it's just kind of like um I don't know. It's kind of hard to determine who it's designed for because some of the fantasy talk they talk about doesn't really make sense too, um, because they'll like talk about, you know, wagering a bet over one of their players, and it's like no one would ever drop like one of their top players over like real life bet. Like you would instantly hamstring your entire season. And I, it, it's just it's such a weird mix. It for me, oftentimes I was trying to figure out who is this even for? Like who is their target audience? <laughs> That's usually not a good sign for a show. Like you need to really have an anchor for that, right? Yeah, definitely. What about you? What's your, what's your top media for this week? Right now, and I I'm going to come out of left field and talk about a movie. Uh-oh. Not only a movie, but a movie about social media of all things. Is it and the really... movie Social Media? Wait, what's that movie? Social Network. Damn it. You, you tried so hard and I you know. almost nailed the joke. I know. Almost did it. So, no, actually, uh, it's called Spree. So the movie is actually about a guy that's trying to get started on social media and keeps failing so hard. And he finally figures out one way to start getting views. And it's to commit murder live on his live stream. I mean, I guess and... he's not wrong. Yeah, yeah, you would think, right? Um, and so it follows him through this night of debauchery, basically. Um, it's really interesting. It's shot from multiple camera angles. 
because uh, it's all filmed like using social media. So there's a lot of ah. like Snapchat being used or Instagram live, basically. Um, I don't think they use those like names, mm-hmm. but it's very clearly those medias. Um, and so, yeah, it's really interesting to see, oh, there's this one camera angle that's used a lot, but then like he puts cameras all throughout his car. Um, and so he's a, he's, driving basically what would be like an uber or a lyft for the evening and picking up people and doing things to them basically Uh, interesting how do you like it honestly i thought it was one of the best movies i've seen this year oh wow Uh, yeah i mean it was such an interesting storytelling medium um it was so nice to see like multiple angles of the same scene simultaneously And it was so great to see sort of the effect that social media can have on somebody that's really just chasing it. Uh, Because that's what he's, it's all about is really chasing fame in any way that you can, which is a really sad reality for a lot of people right now. Yeah, it has kind of like a Black Mirror feel to it, right? Like, kind of like the first season, first episode where they spin off the concept of all that really people want to see is murder or see you know people in distress rather than any other type of media really true and i would say this definitely had a very black mirror vibe but it was set in present day using like real technology that we have right now and i think that was the most unsettling thing of it all Um, it's also and i would say like for most movies like this it would be a very like horror element to it Mm -hmm. but it really feels just surreal more than anything like you never feel grossed out or really like scared it's always just like whoa it's it just hits you over and over of like this is just messed up but in the most satisfying way. I'll have to check it out then. Have you ever seen um, Unfriended by chance? No, I haven't. So Unfriended, the reason I bring it up is Unfriended has a somewhat similar premise, and it's around a, basically this guy finds a laptop, I can't remember where, and he's an idiot. So he's like, oh, I'm just going to, instantly install my applications onto it i'm not going to uh, wipe it or anything like that um and the laptop was left as a um uh, intended to be dropped uh, i can't remember the name a honeypot maybe um and so he boots it up and he's chatting with all of his friends and then this uh, i'm gonna quote unquote i'm air quoting here hacker because literally the guy picked it up and logged in so i don't know if i really call that a hacker but this quote-unquote hacker group um, start terrorizing this group and uh, one by one kill them. Um, and I won't, you know, spoil the ending or anything like that. But it's it's a horror movie of you know similar concept where they're all doing their their um, web chat and things like that. It honestly, it it's an okay movie uh, if you're just looking for some stupid horror. Um, the plot obviously isn't great. I mean, most of the points you're like, well, that guy's stupid. He shouldn't have done that. Um, just like a classic horror movie. But I mean, I, I enjoy most horror movies, so it was okay. 
Gotcha. Yeah, I, I'll have to check it out. If it's anything like Spree, I may really enjoy it. Um, I will say the one downside for Spree, as of right now, it's very difficult to find online. Uh, everything that I saw for it was like $7 on all of the like major streaming platforms like uh, Play Video or, or me, Play Movies or um, uh, Amazon Prime. Like You had to pay $7 for that. So um, That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's not easy to really get your hands on, but if you got $7 burning a hole in your pocket... And you want to split it with a couple friends. I think it's and you really don't important. want drugs. Yeah. Well, you never, you never want drugs. Oh, kids. okay. Don't, Sorry. don't ever do drugs. Drugs okay. are bad. There we go. Glad we got that out of the way. Yeah. Well, legally, I think we had to say that. So I'm pretty yeah. sure. Isn't there a website where it tells you where your movie is being streamed at? I think there is. I mean, I don't, I don't know. All right. Well, that was a bad hook for me because I, I don't remember the website, but I'm pretty sure there is, and I'm going to look into it and I'll let you know next time. Okay, perfect. And if you guys do know, go ahead and let us know on the social meds. Uh, we're on Twitter and don't Instagram. Don't ever so, say social meds ever again. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll, remember that for next time i already said it this time so you're gonna make everyone think that you're like 50 well i i'm not <laughs> um all right guys well that's really all of the show that we had today so um if you do have any topics you guys want us to talk about we'd be happy for suggestions and if you liked this format let us know as well um we're at xp podcast on twitter and yeah go ahead and hit us up yeah and i will uh you know for any suggestions i as i told brandon i'm willing to give my biased opinion on anything okay that's true i mean this is 99 percent like uh opinion and like one percent actual fact so yeah that's true hey we learned all sterling's uh nicknames so you'll learn something today assuming this wikipedia page was correct i mean if we can't trust Wikipedia, what can we trust? I think that's the lesson for everyone. <laughs> All right. Bye, everyone. See ya. <laughs>